Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I'm your co-host, Dallas Montague, and here in the studio today, we have two amazing guests, Carol and Amy with the 210 Podcast. Thank you guys for being here today. How are you? Oh, great. How are you? I'm doing all right. We're good. Yes. How are you? Yeah. And Amy, you said that you were calling from where again? And Carol's calling from? Yeah. So I'm calling in from Concord, North Carolina. And Carol? And I'm calling from Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee, Florida. And so you guys are not in the same location. I just want to make that clear for our listeners today. You guys are calling from separate places. First off, how did you guys meet? And how did you guys start doing a podcast together? Yeah, sure. So this is my favorite story to tell. Uh, So yes, we're definitely recording in two separate spaces. Um, So Carol and I met at a live podcast recording of one of our favorite podcasters. Uh, She talks about money and personal finance and wealth and, you know, overall um, well-being. And her name is Patrice Washington. And so we attended a live recording for her podcast in um, Atlanta, Georgia. And there was one seat left next to Carol and her husband. And I motioned, you know, can I sit there? And Carol so graciously said yes. And so I came to or, you know, went to sit next to her. And she was so pleasant, so nice. And we sparked a conversation. Uh, This is, of course, after I got up about five or six times to go and uh, get some popcorn and some snacks and use the ladies room and things like that. Um, But we sparked up a conversation and realized that we had so much in common. Um, First, we each had five children. Uh, We each got married at the age of either 19 or 20, so very young. Um, We each had been married for 20 plus years at that point. Um, And we were each doctors. So Carol is a doctor of pharmacy and I'm a doctor of philosophy. And, um, you know, that conversation just led us to kind of have this light bulb moment where we decided to start a podcast, you know, and we said, you know what, we should start a podcast because each of us wanted to start a podcast independently. And uh, we just hadn't gotten started. And so we decided to start a podcast at that moment, literally before the show even started. (laughs) And we decided to call it 210, like two moms with 10 kids. And that's how the show was birthed. And that's where the name came from. Wow. Carol, do you have anything to add to that? Yes, meeting. I'm telling you, when me and Amy met, it was just like it was destiny. Mm-hmm. It was like God brought us together to meet at this time, knowing what we both wanted, not expecting to meet each other, but it was definitely destiny in the making. Wow, two ten podcast. So I'm still a young man myself. I don't have any children yet, but five kids. That's exciting. I always dream, what's it like to have five kids? (laughs) Growing up in a home with five brothers and sisters. So (laughs) you guys are legends. You guys are the pros. 
<laughs> yeah, it's never it's never it's never a dull moment. There's always something going on and moving pieces and parts and everything, but you get used to it. It becomes your life. It becomes the norm. Yeah. And definitely the norm. And so before we keep going with that, you guys were both married around 20. <laughs> yes. Well, me and my husband, we met um as youth at the church that I grew up in. Um, I know we're going to talk about our faith. So I, I, my foundation is a Christian faith. Um, my mom brought me up in the church with my grandmother raised me. And so the church that we actually attend and where me and my husband met is where I was raised, basically raised up as a baby. And there he, I was there, um, brought in as a, as a young one. And then he along with the church had a bus ministry. And so the bus would go out into the community and pick up youth and, you know, teach them about God. And so from there, that's how we both met in this in the churches where we were married, where we had our children. And so it truly is our foundation and our and our church family is, is truly like our family. They literally watched us grow up as children in the church, growing up in the church and and, and being there and, and growing there and having our children there to learn about God and um, to know God for themselves and have their faith or what have you. So, um, you know, God has been with us from the very, very beginning and a great foundation. And um, he's a, a deacon there. And, and um, we just we're so blessed to, you know, be Christians and have God in our lives and to be able to share it with others. Amy? Yeah. And I am. Um, I have a similar story. I definitely met my husband um, in church at his church. And so my church um, actually used to visit my husband's church, which was about three hours or yeah, about three hours away. Um, but here in North Carolina and we his church had a conference every year. So I've been coming to the conference since I was 13 years old. And so we finally officially met when I was 18 and um, he was uh, 22. And so I, you know, attended the conference and, uh, you know, my his dad reached out to my dad after that particular conference and said, you know, my son is interested wow. in your daughter. <laughs> Can we set up a family date? Wow. And so they drove three hours and uh, took us out to the Golden Corral restaurant in Fayetteville, North Carolina, because I'm a military child. So we were actually stationed at Fort, Hood, uh, Fort Bragg. And so my husband's family came up. They took um, my family out to eat along with my pastor's family because all of us were, you know, just very connected in the church. And um, after that dinner, we uh, my husband's family came back to my house on the base and we exchanged information, phone numbers and things, shook hands. And at that moment, I knew I was going to marry wow. him. Did you tell him that? I was that 18 years old. I, I didn't tell him that at okay. the moment. Oh no, you know, because <laughs> I was actually <laughs> I was afraid of that moment, you know. Um, but when God does a thing, He really does a thing, you know. And so I was kind of scared, like that this cannot be what this feels like. You know, everyone always says, you know, love is so magical and it's so you know exact, mm -hmm. and you just know. And I was like, there can't be <laughs> any way I can just know. And sure enough, I knew, yeah. like in that moment. Very cool. And ironically. I went off to college and then three weeks later, he proposed to me like on the phone <laughs> using a calling card and he proposed. I said, yes, I would marry him. And we got married a year and a half later when I was 19. Wow. That's exciting. 19. My sister got married at 19 and yeah, man, that's, that's a really cool story for both of you. And the reason I asked you that is because I watched some of your episodes and you have some really practical advice of Christian living is from my perspective of what you guys were offering there. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. 
Think back to your last doctor's visit. Was it rushed? Did your doctor pay attention? Could you remember the names, dose, and reason that you take your medications? Doctors are too busy, medications are confusing, and medical records do not communicate. This leaves you at risk. The Nomi ID is a wallet card and key fob that connects to your personal health record. Simply tap or scan your Nomi ID with a smartphone to instantly and safely access your health information anytime, anywhere, and in any situation. Get your very own Nomi ID today at thenomiid.com. If you're searching for a powerful journal which lets you walk closer to God, or if you want to turn prayer into a solid foundation, then this journal, Kneeling at the Throne, is for you. This journal is specially crafted with a gorgeous minimalist format and a selection of inspiring scripture. This stunning prayer journal lets you walk closer to God and incorporate your faith into your daily life through prayer. Ideal for writing down your most personal thoughts and feelings to share with God. This book lets you ask for His guidance, stay strong in times of hardship, and to cultivate an unshakable faith which can be a constant, unwavering light in your life. Find this book today by searching Kneeling at the Throne on Amazon. And so, would you have any piece of advice for young people who are single or engaged or dating who are looking toward a godly marriage? What would you guys say for that? I'm going to chime in. Um, you, you definitely want to have a foundation um, of God, knowing God for yourself before you jump into marriage. And marriage counseling is so, so important before marriage. Please take marriage counseling. I can't emphasize that enough because you have this idea and percep- perception of what marriage is, but then the reality of it can be something totally different. So you want to go in with a good foundation, good guidance, great advice as you go into it. And always remember to put God first and have fun. Don't lose that, the innocence of enjoying each other and being friends and having fun and, you know, having that faith in God that, you know what, any obstacles that come, you're ready because you have that foundation, you know God for yourself and you're sharing your relationship with God with each other and you can grow into that and, and just have an amazing life. Yeah. And I would add to that and say, you know, when you're young and you're single, and you're literally, you know, trying to figure out who you are as a person, Mm -hmm. Um, your identity should be wrapped up in the Lord, if that is your faith. And my faith is to believe in Jesus Christ and to believe in the Lord. Um, I was saved when I was 13. I know I'm going to die. When I I die, I'm going to go to heaven. You know, I believe that, like, that's the foundation of my faith. And there were some key pivotal things that I learned in church through good Bible teaching that led me to have a strong foundation in my faith. So knowing that you have to, as a young person, as a single person, you have to know God for yourself and you have to draw near to the foot of the cross. And that's where you'll meet your spouse. My firm belief is that I met my husband at the moment that I was seeking God. Um, The Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and then everything else will come later. And so when I was seeking God, that's when I met my husband. So we always and he says the same thing. He was seeking God. He wasn't seeking a girlfriend or a wife. And at the moment that we were both seeking God, that's when we found each other at the foot of the cross. And we always tell that story because that is how it literally felt. Um, I wasn't seeking a boyfriend. I wasn't looking for, you know, a relationship. And then it just kind of happened. And now, you know, 22 years later, 
we do date. We go out on dates every week. We have a getaway coming up the, uh, soon at a cabin, like a tiny house cabin. You know, we have to be very intentional in our marriage um, because we're so busy and we have these five amazing children, you know, <laughs> uh, who can literally take over your life. Um, but they're, you know, they're part of our blessing package. But when you're young and you're single, you got to draw closer to God, not try to look for a man or look for a woman to fulfill you and to complete you because God made you whole just the way you are. Um, So that's my advice. Both of those were excellent answers. Thank you. And I do want to touch on one more thing before we get into the podcast itself about your podcast. So with the children and growing up in a Christian home and the ways of the world out there and all of these things, just what would be your advice for a parent raising children with that godly foundation? Carol, (laughs) it it is a challenge because you have the world that's tugging at them. So when you when they're young, you're teaching them by they're young, you're teaching them about God and you're teaching them about the word and getting it in their heart because they're going to be pulled at and tugged at. But at the end of the day, when they have to answer those hard questions, they'll have answers. You know, that's, you know, not convinced by the world that, you know, it's God because, you know, they have those challenging questions. Is God even real? Should I even believe? But if you teach them at a young age who God is is and re- reinforce to them, emphasize with them, you need to know God for yourself. So no one can ever pull that away from you. You know, you could convince me of different things out there and, and you can say, you know, there's so much fun out here, but there are some things that you can't pull away from them. You know, some things they, they, they won't be, cha- they can't be challenged on and saying, I know God is real for myself because when I was younger, I prayed and I spoke to God and he spoke to me. And that's something real that no one can ever take from them because we know a time comes that they will move out of your house and grow up and have their own set of friends. But those experiences with their own personal relationship with God, no one can take that from them. So if you get that word in them, you get it in their heart and, and emphasize them building their own relationship with God, it's going to stay with them. But and it's not I, easy. Let me say that. It's not easy. Yeah. can't be done. Exactly. And I completely agree. You know, you have to um, allow your kids to find God for themselves. And of course, that starts with mirroring an example of what does a relationship with Christ looks like, look like. And so sometimes parents forget that, you know, kids watch you and they do what you do, not what you say. So more so, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes they do what you say. But in my experience and Carol, I'm sure in your experience with these 10 little friend blessings we love, (laughs) Um, you know, they do what we do, not necessarily what we say all the time. And so the, the one thing my husband and I try to reiterate is we have to live a life of Christ before them. So my kids see me praying. They know where the prayer wall is. They understand that if they have a prayer request, they're to put it on the prayer wall. And then we're all going to be able to pray for their prayer request. They know that we go to church on a regular basis, even during COVID, you know, we go to virtual church and they have to go to church. It's just a requirement in our household. Now, I can't save them. They have to ask God to save them for themselves. But, you know, I can my husband and I can lead them to what that pathway looks like um, and what the journey of walking with Christ looks like. But we can't make them be on that journey Um, because, again, As Carol mentioned, they have to say yes to God for themselves and they have to have an experience with God and a relationship with God. And I think the other thing that I want to caution parents on, especially parents with young kids, you know, who are growing up, you know, there is always this tendency in the church to be legalistic and have a lot of rules and have a lot of, you know, (laughs) strategies for being the best Christian and things like that. But it also can make makes us think that we have to be perfect and that we are, you know, 
unable to make mistakes. And that's just a false way of living. You know, God gives us grace and that grace doesn't mean go out and purposefully do things, but it also means that we can't be perfect. We can strive for perfection, but we're not perfect um, creatures and, and God didn't make us that way. So there shouldn't be this enormous pressure to be so perfect in Christianity or perfect in the church or perfect in our lives, because that's just an unrealistic um, expectation. So I caution parents, especially parents of young children, don't try to make sure everything's perfect. Just make sure everything is in alignment with what you think God would want you to do. Great. And I'm being so blessed by this. I asked those two questions. We were not prepared to ask those questions, but I asked because I want to know. I'm being personally blessed by this podcast. And I know our listeners will be as well. So thank you guys so much. Amen. Because I'm a young man. I'm married. I want to grow, <laughs> raise my children up in the ways of the Lord and, and all those things that you guys are mentioning. So you guys are living my future goals and praise God that you're doing it and can share what you've learned along the way. That's awesome. And so more a little bit about the podcast. So 210 Podcast, you already gave us the reason why we have the name. Um, what inspired you guys that first encounter at that live podcast recording? What inspired you to start a podcast? Why not just start a bakery or, you know, something else together? Why a podcast? Well, for me, it was, you know, this calling of the voice that God gave me, you know, how can I get the word out with what he, what he's given me? Um, you know, I've had friends talk to me about mothering and motherhood and, you know, how I do this or how I do that. And, you know, they've asked questions. I've worked with people, talked with people, shared with people. And it just seemed right to, you know, share the blessings that God has bestowed upon me and my family um, in terms of lessons learned, things not to repeat, things to do and, you know, ways to make mothering a lot easier or a lot better and maybe more tolerable. But I also, when I met Carol, as she mentioned earlier, it was just magic. I mean, it just, it was a God sent relationship, a God sent, you know, um, moment. And I just felt like we could uh, really expound on our experiences together because to be honest, you know, a lot of people don't see black women who have multiple children or as many children as we do that came out of each of our bodies, mm -hmm. you know, we see a lot of families with different dynamics and different structures. And while we celebrate those, there's nothing wrong with any of those family. I grew up in a blended family. The, the family structure that we typically see may or may not have so many children. And so we thought it was very, um, you know, interesting and it would be enlightening to talk about our experiences with our kids so that other moms could see that they're normal. You know, everything is fine. Nothing is wrong if you miss a game or come late to something or, you know, mess up your kid's hair when you're trying to cut it um, because you think that you know how to be a barber or <laughs> salon star, um, you know, a stylist. But, you know, we just wanted women to be able to relate to some of the real world experiences that we have. So. And Carol, anything to add there? And uh, yes, I'll chime in. I have to say for myself, I am a natural born teacher. I love teaching. It's what I love to do, sharing, motivating people. And I've always wanted to use a platform that I could reach others to teach and to motivate and to inspire. And it just so happens that me and Amy came together and just through destiny and that spark was there and it just paved a way to be able to do something we both enjoy doing and that's motivating and inspiring others. 
Yeah. And what are some of the topics that you guys talk about? You're giving me some ideas of practical advice for parents or for mothers. What are some other things you guys bring to your show? So we love to talk about, you know, goal setting, making sure you have goals for your life, um, for your ministry, for your calling, for whatever God has laid upon your heart to do. Um, We talk about finances because, you know, that's always a challenge for any couple, any mom, no matter what the age of your children are, you know, no, no matter what age your children uh, happen to be, it's just always something that comes up, uh, finances. We talk about um, health and wellness. Uh, I will never forget the episode we did on uh, all the different styles of eating, you know, but whether you're pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan, or, you know, all the different types of healthy habits you can have for what you put into your body, because people don't really process that what you put into your body impacts your ability to do God's work. So if you're unhealthy, you can't really operate at your maximum benefit or maximum self because you're bogged down by some of the maybe toxins that you've placed in your body. So we talk about health and wellness. Um, Any topic that is related to a mom, we talk about. Um, Our discipline episode probably is our most popular episode. So we talk about disciplining children uh, during COVID, outside of COVID, just in general, um, disciplining children. And, you know, we've had to be very creative uh, <laughs> with disciplining our kids because they're all so different. Um, but I remember a time when I went on strike as a mommy and that really, you know, showed my kids that, you know, mommy was important and we should be respectful all the time. And it wasn't, you know, harsh punishment toward the kids. It was just, I went on strike and I stopped doing things in the house. So, you know, we talk about just practical things that relate to being a mommy in today's busy world. Wow, that, that story sounds exciting. Did you record that in a podcast? Because I would listen to that. <laughs> yeah, it's the Disciplining yeah. Children podcast. Right. Uh, that's the title. But yeah. I'll share that one with my <laughs> wife to too. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's great. And Carol, anything else as well? Um, we definitely, um, I would like to emphasize mental health um, wellness. That's something that we talk about a lot. Just having a, a healthy mind. Um, and that, that means getting counseling. That means seeing a physician to not neglect your, your mind and your thoughts and how important that is. Your mental health is very, very important. And I do want to touch back, Amy, you mentioned a while back about blended families. And have you touched on any of that in your podcast as well? So um, honestly, we haven't touched on that yet, but um, that is a topic that we would like to touch on uh, soon because we actually have a few mom interviews coming up with a variety of different moms. And um, we will be talking to a mom who is, you know, a mom of kids that she didn't necessarily birth, but that are her children um, by marriage. And so we are going to be talking about that phenomenon in general uh, this year. So that episode will be coming, but yeah. I think that's a huge majority of the world today is that's something that we we experience. I came out of a blended family as well. And so, yeah, I'm interested to see what yeah. that will look like in your guys' episode. Yeah. And um, we'll definitely have to tag you on that one, but we, um, you know, growing up in a blended family, and I'm sure you understand the same thing, you know, there were some nuances and some dynamics that we had to overcome that we did. Um, with multiple parents and, you know, a four-parent household yeah. is very, very different than a two-parent household, <laughs> than a one-parent household, which, you know, we have to talk about that dynamic as well. So, yeah, we, we are definitely going to be um, dealing with that topic as well this year. And who would you say this show is for? Would you say it's directed toward mothers or can it be for parents? What do you guys think about that? Yes, I, this show is 
it's geared towards um, moms, but there's so many gems and just so many lessons that I feel um, parents can take from it. Um, aunts, uncles, because we're talking about children and we're talking about discipline and there's just so many um, topics that we have that so anyone can really receive what we're seeing. But like I, our focus is um, is women and their their lives and their careers and their children. But definitely a family. It's a family show. So if you know grandparents can join in, family members can join in because it takes a village to raise a child. So it's not mm-hmm. just mom, just dad, but our grandparents, our aunts, our church family. So everyone can really glean something from our different topics that we have. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think everyone Carol mentioned, and then even people, as you mentioned, Dallas, who are getting ready to start a family, but don't really know, you know, some of the nuances of being a mom. Um, This would be great training ground for them (laughs) just to kind of give them some aspect of what to expect. So kind of like what to expect when you're expecting, but not quite. (laughs) And Carol, how many episodes do you guys have now? Oh my gosh. Um, uh, we were at 20 something. I, I lost count. Amy, do you re- recall? Yeah, 22. We're at 22. 22. We're going go. on 23. That's <laughs> and some more advice for our listeners today. So what would be, so we see on YouTube, all these self-help, all these books that we can read on Amazon, all these different things to help a family. Can you guys give our listeners some practical Christian advice? of how to raise a family, how to be married and stay married, have a healthy marriage that's flourishing, that's impacting your children as well. Can you guys just touch on that a little bit? Sure. I'm going to start by saying uh, maybe not staying on YouTube so Mm much. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That is uh, one practical tip. And I'll say this. um, The reason why is because, you know, YouTube is a great place for expressing yourself. And so is TikTok. And so is, you know, Facebook and all of those types of things. Right. And, you know, social media has certainly helped to connect people in a time of a pandemic and, you know, not being able to necessarily see one another face to face. But what I will say is there's this this automatic temptation to be like someone else. Right. And not be your authentic self. And I think that's probably the biggest tip that I would give for families is find out what makes your family unique and be okay in that moment. Like of all five of my kids, all five of them are so different, yet they're all the same. Like they they all came from me and my husband. They all have characteristics of each of us. And there are some consistent threads that we see with all of our kids, but they're all so unique and so different. And when you spend time mining the gold that is in your own household, then you spend less time looking for something that you already have within you or within your family. And I think that is so important when we're growing up in a society and our kids are growing up in a society that focuses on being like someone else, being like another YouTube star, being like a TikTok star, and let's make our family like this. Well, you have to first understand what your family has to offer and be okay with that, right? You still want to grow and you still want to have opportunities for excelling and excellence, but you also want to make sure you're just appreciating the moment of where you are. So from a practical perspective, you know, love on your children, love on your spouse, love on your family and be okay with who you are with you know, who you were born with and who you have with you. If there are some challenges, you deal with those challenges, but stop trying to be like everyone else and just be who you are. Carol? Yes. So I would love to add to that and say social media only shows you 
the sometimes the best parts of people's lives and not the reality of people's lives that um there are challenges there are ups and there are downs and that you go through them it's just a process that you go through and so you know who you are um remaining who you are have a relationship with God so that you can't be wavered or discouraged. So when things do happen and you don't have that idea that social media is putting out there, that idea of perfection, being a perfect mother, being a perfect wife, being a perfect everything, because that's not the reality. People are only showing you the best parts of their life and they're not actually showing you reality, the reality of the ups and downs of life. So we definitely need to remember that and be mindful of that and remember who you are and who God made you. You are you unique you're great and God has so many blessings that's in store for you and and things will come out and and manifest in the best way for you not someone else's life but for you and so God has a plan for your life and and it will come to fruition if we hold on to him and trust in him and believe in him and put our faith in him and build our relationship with him and everything else will fall into place yeah thank you what do you guys think would be the most rewarding part of your show um, I, I would like to say I've had people to that I didn't know that were listening to the show now like, oh, you had a podcast, you know, family member, a friend or something. I didn't even realize they was listening to the show and they're like, oh, I enjoyed the episode and oh, I, I, I binged all your shows and da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it is really reaching people. And they're saying how, you know, they learned so much and how they enjoyed it or how it put laughter, you know, made them laugh. And it just touches your heart that, you know, what we're doing. Sometimes we can't see, you know, how it's touching people's lives. But then when you get those moments that people share, those those moments with you is like, oh, this is not in vain. It is serving a purpose. It's reaching people. People are motivated. People are inspired. And so it just makes me want to keep going. I just want to do more podcasts. I just want to reach more people. This is really exciting. Yeah, I agree. I think the most rewarding part is when someone says that they've been touched or blessed by an episode that we did um, or a topic that we talked about. And, you know, it's just us being vessels to be used by God, because a lot of people have gifts. They're just not necessarily utilizing them for whatever reason. And, you know, I appreciate the fact that Carol and I have the motivation to show up week after week and record, and we're getting better and better. Our schedule is getting better and better. And by the grace of God, we're going to be able to offer, you know, one episode a week this year, 52 episodes. And so that motivation and that goal keeps us going and we keep each other going, but being able to have someone come up and say, you know, this part of your podcast blessed us. That is like the best compliment um, and the best source of motivation. Um, and it truly is the best part of being able to give the message of, the, of our podcast to the world. And it's been a blessing for me, as, for me as well, because I want to learn the things you guys are talking about. I'm not a mother, but I want to learn just as much. And so thank you guys for your presence here today. Is there an overall word that you would like to give our listeners, just an overall theme and overall message that you want them to take away? Yeah, I will say, I think the overall message that I would have people take away is Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, where the Lord says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and an expected end. Like God has such big plans for us that we can't even imagine. And, you know, I often tell people when I'm coaching them or talking to them and they're a little bit, you know, uh, maybe anxious about what the next step is in their life. Um, I tell them, you know, we may not be able to see all the way through the door that God opens for us, 
But our job is not to see everything. Our job is to just walk through the open door. And if he gives you a vision of 10 doors, all of them are cloudy, but there's one that has a glimpse of some light. You go through that door. And when you go through the door, it's like all of the other things open up to you. Um, or the, you know, the metaphor of the stair, you can't, you may not see the entire staircase, but you'll just see one step. So just go up the one step. God knows what the plans are for our lives, but we have to trust him with just a little bit that we can see or the little bit he gives us. And when you do that, everything else, as Carol said, will fall into place. And that's how being a mommy is. Being a Christian mommy is that way. You may not be able to see the gem that God has given you in your child because he or she may be doing something that you're just like completely against. You don't support. You, you didn't raise them like that. And you can't understand why they're acting this way. But whatever you taught them and you trained them up in, it will not depart from them. It will come back. Although it may be a tumultuous journey, <laughs> it will come back. That behavior that they should do will come back. The way you taught them will come back. Um, so just trust God for the process because he has a plan for your life. That's my overall kind of uh, mantra <laughs> for today. Thank you, Amy. And Carol, did you want to touch on anything as well to end that? That was beautiful. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to mess that All up. Right, that yeah. sounds so good. <laughs> but no, I also add to that that... Um, um, I, I remember hearing a statement saying that um, we have a dream sometimes for ourselves, but God's dream is so much better, so much greater than our dream. So let's seek God's will for our lives because he has something so much better than we could ever come up with or plan. And I do want to give our listeners an opportunity to find your podcast, to find your own social links. Where are you guys streaming your podcast at? Okay, so you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And we are at 210 Podcast, and that's T-W-O-T-E-N Podcast, 210 Podcast. You can also find us on social media, on Facebook at 210 Podcast AC, and the A stands for Amy, the C stands for Carol. So Facebook, 210 Podcast AC, and then on uh, Twitter at podcast 10. So podcast and then two T's T W O. So pod, I'm sorry, T E N podcast 10. Perfect. So that's how you can find us. And we look forward to you subscribing and following us. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you guys here today. And Amy, if you would like to end the podcast with a prayer, I would really appreciate it. Absolutely. Let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this time, this hour of this recording. Thank you for just being a blessing in the time of storm. You are always with us. You're ever present with us. And we thank you for your grace and your presence. God, we thank you for Dallas. We thank you for Carol. Thank you for allowing us to come together and record this episode. We thank you for the mission that Dallas and his co-hosts are on um, or the host of the show that are, you know, they're on in Brazil and all over the United States, just whatever they're doing, I pray that you would bless them, anoint them, and bless the the steps, the organization of the ministry. I pray that you would please help them in the land that they're in, help them to have an impact and to be a blessing to those with whom they encounter on a daily basis, on a nightly basis. God, bring them grace, bring them peace, bring them safety, and bring them boldness during this season in their life. Dallas, as he mentioned, is a young man, and I praise you for his service and praise you for his calling. 
he and his wife, as they serve on the mission field. I pray that you would give them the boldness and anoint them with greatness as they continue to do your work in the mission field. God, we thank you. We praise you and we give you all the glory. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.